What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Los with another episode of In The Moment. Uh, On the heels of the recent uh, news late last night that um, one of the Migos take off uh, untimely passing, which was really, really a shock. So I wanted to go um, and drop some knowledge uh, speaking on that and a couple of other topics and uh, which is really sad, which is really sad that uh, take off. We're hearing, of course, in the media that uh, take off had uh, was allegedly either at some event or some bowling alley. And allegedly what we're hearing is that he was uh, end up being shot and killed last night. Uh, it's a it's a lot to be said to me about uh, not knowing the details, of course, not knowing the background, not knowing if this potential alleged shooter may have knew him, if this was uh, some backdoor situation happening or what the circumstances are. I really don't know. But what we do know for sure is that it's a whole lot of artists dying. A whole lot of top artists that are buzzing, trying to climb their way to success or reach a level of success and are, uh, oddly enough, are dropping like flies, unfortunately. And it's really, really concerning that uh, this depiction that is hovering around uh, the hip hop community is uh, this like heavy wave of deaths and being murdered, being robbed and killed. You know, we recently uh, just heard about uh, PMB Rock, who was unfortunately uh, killed, murdered uh, at the uh, Waffle House in LA. So it's really, really crazy how we're hearing. Uh, back to back about one artist or another being killed uh, in a violent way like this. And this is this is this is a concern. It's almost got people feeling like uh, hip hop or being a rapper is really a dangerous industry. It's a dangerous job. It's a dangerous field to work in. <clears throat> they even showed some post from um, artist designer, uh, very, very emotional about, uh, the passing of, uh, takeoff and takeoff was what, like 28 years old. He wasn't even 30. And to hear that news, he made some comment that he was, uh, he was done rapping, uh, like pointing at, you know, the rap industry as, as just, just like a murder uh, risk or of some sort. So we're looking at that. A lot of people are commenting not only on the takeoff situation that just happened. So, of course, there's a lot of news and a lot of people responding and reacting. And I'm sure that will be continuing on for a while now. But it's something for us as upcoming talent to definitely take a look at, to be aware of. Like I've said in previous episodes, we really have to pay attention to kind of what's going on so that we can try to learn from those experiences as you guys are on your way up 
to various levels of success in your career. We have to take a look at this stuff, you know. So takeoff is one. Let's look at that. What we do know uh, so far about the um, the Migos is it started off as three of them. Now, uh, not too long ago, we got the news that uh, Offset is no longer uh, moving forward with the group. Whatever those details are about, allegedly, I heard something uh, referring to it being related to uh, a female situation or whatever it is. They have uh, cut ties in a certain way and look like they have separated. So now where the Migos were three, now they're two. Now with the untimely passing of Offset, now it's just down to Quavo. Now the death not only is shattering and devastating to everybody who knew Takeoff and the family and friends and all the relationships, obviously, and the fa and all his supporters, you know, it's devastating news. But looking at it even from a different angle, now what does this mean? Now the Migos was trying to move forward as, as a two-man crew. Now is down to just uh, Quavo. Now Quavo apparently is going to have to move forward and navigate, I guess, as a solo artist at this point. So the damage that is created with the death of uh, Takeoff now leaves uh, the future of what we know as the Migos in a whole different place. Anytime there's really a group, and we know over time, sometimes historically groups end up uh, later on dividing, switching up, changing, going solo, you know, moving on, so to speak. Uh, it, it, it's history. It happens a lot with a lot of groups. So let's look at that as as artists. Some of you guys may be in a group. Maybe you guys are uh, moving forward as a team. Maybe it's you and another artist or you and multiple artists and you guys are trying to make your move as a group or as a team. You just have to keep in mind that that is a lot of work. You have to keep a lot of good understanding going and clear communication so that everybody can stay on the same page. When uh, groups typically, from what we've experienced and what we've kind of heard about through the grapevine of, of previous uh, past groups, you know, when the money come in, things begin to change. Sometimes there's issues with who is the real leader and one artist in the group want to go this direction. Another artist want to go in a different direction. We've seen it with TLC. We've seen Beyonce and Destiny's Child separate. And uh, those are just some of the, the, you know, ones I can grab off the top of my, my head. But there's so many more with a same or similar story. I even know some older groups that have separated and they've tried to have reunion uh, reunions and bring the, the groups back together. Look at Cameron and Dipset. Uh, how they uh, in in the past have had issues and have separated and uh, some of them won't even come back together to even do a reunion show. Uh, so it's <clears throat> a lot of, of sometimes bitterness, 
really heated fallouts that happen. Sometimes we assume it, it, it has to usually point at uh, money. Maybe one person feel like they uh, have contributed more and feel like whatever the initial agreement was, they feel deserving of more now or they feel like the group won't survive without them. Uh, and so there's a lot of issues and sometimes it's relating to a, a, a female situation or some type of fallout. It's always something. So you do have to be very careful when you're in in a group and if you're moving forward uh, like that, that you got to keep like good communications. Everybody has to keep that same mind because you going on a journey and say for a known artist or known group that reach a level of success and have hot music that they produce together, people want to continue to see them perform. Five years down the road, people still want their favorite song performed. Ten years down the road, they still want to see all the members on stage together. So it's a hit to fans because a lot of times the impact that a whole group may have together as a unit and being known and familiar with uh Pub, with the public and with fans as a group, it kind of changes the dynamic when the groups break up and things have to change. And I could even understand on some level, you know, after a while, people want to do their solo thing and people will outgrow, if you want to use that word, outgrow a group and move forward. But we need to watch that. And for those of you who are uh, working uh, in a group, you know, you have to really uh, be clear and and know that this is a ride you guys may have to be committed to for a while. Because if you buzz like that, of course, maybe later on, you <clears throat> everybody could have a successful uh, individual career at some point or later. But sometimes that may leave others uh, stuck. If somebody is known to be the leader, let's say uh, Coco with SWV, if you know the history that's going way back a, a, a bit, or Cameron with Dipset, or what other groups I, I can name off the top of my head, uh, Beyonce with Destiny's Child, for instance, since most of you guys are probably familiar with them, you know, it changes. Uh, Beyonce has always been known to be the leader of the group. She's the main girl. She's front and center. And uh, regardless to how well the uh, other people in the group can rap or sing, people are used to seeing that main person up front. And even though the whole group can be dynamic, people tend to sometimes cling to that one artist. So to a point that it... Uh, overshadows the others in a way that when the group break up, somebody like Beyonce can go on and to keep a bulk of that fan base and do very well and leave the others uh, like Kelly and Michelle uh, struggling where they were kind of backing up Beyonce now 
they now have to pursue their own careers. And sometimes people are not as gravitating. They're not as as quickly to gravitate to the others because they particularly seen Beyonce, for example, as the star, if I could hypothetically say that. So in groups, it, it, it really does kill the, the vibe and kills the momentum when a group has to separate. And oftentimes they're separating on really bad terms. A lot of them uh, members, you can't hardly get them back together again. And there's different issues. Some of them have even had little riffs on stage. And, and so it creates a lot of dynamics. So the other part that I want to point out about now that uh, the unfortunately rest in peace uh, takeoff is now the group there technically is no more Migos now that you don't even have two of them together. Uh, Offset obviously has, I guess, considered uh, that he's moving as a solo artist. What does that mean now for takeoff who I'm sure he and, uh, what would that mean for Quevo? Because I'm sure him, he and Takeoff had already started planning certain moves together. They started working on projects and <clears throat> who knows, probably some tours together. This breaks up everything. Now, this almost takes uh, Quevo back to the drawing board. So it was first getting over the hump of Offset no longer being a part per se, of the Migos now, now is down to just Quevo. So it's going to probably push, undoubtedly, push Quevo into a position of having to navigate and move forward as a solo artist. This kills the money. This kills the budget. <clears throat> this might, I, I don't know what label, if they're on a label or how they're moving as a label or whatever, this can shatter and change the money dynamic. It, it it messes up everything. Not to say that Quevo won't be successful because I think Quevo can hold his own as a solo artist. And uh, I think he'll uh, be okay eventually. But this is a heavy blow and it brings everybody back to starting all over again with the branding, the marketing, you know, whatever teams, whatever money they've already spent to promote he and uh, takeoffs movement. Now it strips all that down, brings everybody back to the table to try to see how they he's going to revamp and move forward now. So it's a lot of problems in there. So, you know, we want to pay attention to that because it, it, it impacts everything. Uh, outside of that, let's look at some of the other things that uh, are happening or is our recent situation. We can't uh, skip over the fact that Kanye West has been in the media real heavy regarding some very concerning things he's said. Uh, not only regarding the black community, but also uh, the Jewish community and what they are calling uh, anti-sentiments made towards the Jews. And it looked like people were offended by what Kanye West said about uh, blacks, about slavery. It even goes as deep as to some comparisons he's made verbally 
to himself as Emmett Till. And for some of you guys, if you're not familiar with Emmett Till, you know, some years ago, uh, Emmett Till, uh, a teenager, I think Emmett Till was, maybe was 14 years old and he was brutally beaten and ultimately killed because a uh, allegedly um, he spoke or whistled or uh, what they're claiming somehow um, flirted, tried to flirt with this white girl. And of course, today, that white girl is an old lady now and she's still alive. But it is a, a, alleged that she, well, it's not even alleged, it's true. She claimed uh, that he, I guess, tried to make some type of pass at her. And back at that particular time, the the seriousness and the height of racism towards blacks, that was a big problem. And uh, he was uh, savagely, brutally and uh, grossly murdered. And that lady is still alive today. And she's actually never been charged with the crime. They've recently tried to, uh, you know, cry out, create some buzz, some attention, saying, hey, she's still alive. She's definitely legally responsible in playing a role in his death. And why aren't uh, law enforcement agencies uh taking her to court and pressing charges they feel like if bill cosby at his mature age can go to jail uh why she can't and she's alive and the statute of limitation is not up for the type of crime she would be charged with she actually can be charged but they are deciding not so far not to charge her he, Kanye West, goes and compares himself to Emmett Till due to, I guess, some of the backlash that's happening with Kanye West regarding these very uh, concerning statements he made. It's really a quick thought for upcoming talent to pay attention to this. Kanye West, uh, as we all publicly know, has been... Uh, announced as billionaire status due to not only his music but his brand uh, his shoes his clothing line he had done uh, deals and contracts with different other companies design companies and very affluent powerful people and he's gotten contracts and was doing uh, some joint ventures with uh, the gap and other multiple other endorsement deals and, and, and joint venture deals or whatever you want to call them. And a lot of those people due to these statements have now uh, basically kicked him out and have broken uh, their relationship, has ended their relationship with Kanye West due to the things he's saying and he has said. So this council culture is very, very real. And he's facing a lot of adversity and a lot of uh, conversation right now. And it looks like as time goes by right now, situations for Kanye West is only getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, damn near everybody who has been affiliated with him, 
his school that he started, uh, his school and and academy that he started, they have allegedly uh, stopped. But I've also heard that they have continued the school. Uh, somebody within the school uh, related to the school has even turned around and they have a big lawsuit going against Kanye West now. Everything he was affiliated with contractually have, like I said, have turned. They've closed every deal. They're rejecting him. They're taking uh, uh, his items off of store shelves. Even Goodwill has uh, basically said, we don't even want his uh, anything, any of his uh, clothing products or items even in that sold even at their store. And this is goodwill talking here. So this council culture is very, very real. And we need to pay attention to these type of things because when you guys say, for instance, some of you guys start to blow and mount your presence, uh, get really strong, your fan base pick up, uh, you can be the next uh, Migos or any of these top charting artists, Kanye West, whoever, it comes a time and you don't even have to be that big. There's artists smaller than them who still have endorsement deals and are brand ambassadors for other companies because they see uh, the strength and the pull that they have uh, as an influencer. And, and they partner with these top celebrities and buzzing people so that they can, uh, you know, do deals with them to draw money and attention. And if, um, you know, you say you like eating at this restaurant, it's going to send people and generate revenue for that company. So uh, all those opportunities and stuff are impacted by the very things you do and the very things you say. So as upcoming talent, it affects your record label. It affects everything around you. So as upcoming talent, you got to watch these type of things in this cancel culture that is happening because God forbid you reach a level of success and have it all crash down on you. It's one thing to get the success and to make the, the money and to get yourself to a better place in life and doing what you feel is uh, moving successfully and to have it all shut down on you literally overnight. Where you once loved, now you're hated. That's a hard crash to deal with when you have spent a lot of time, like some of these artists, uh, building your career and getting to that place we all want to be at. You're actually there even like Kanye to billionaire status and lose it. That's a hard pill to take. Uh, some feel like Kanye West know what he's doing. Definitely Kanye West has a very unorthodox style. Um, I would assume he uh, has some top attorneys and, and legal people and advisors and stuff. I don't know what that's about. So I don't want to go to draw a, a deep conclusion about it. I'll just stand back and watch this happen. But for right now, this is not the type of experience you would hope to have. 
once you reach a level of success and then uh, lose value. He lost uh, uh, like a billion or two dollars like uh, over two day period. Some are saying in the media, whether that's all the way true or not. But what we do know, he has taken a big financial hit. And until things turn around or whatever, if this is a strategy of his, some are even saying that he's doing this as a strategic move to break contracts that he don't want to be in, uh, whatever it is, I hope he understands what he's doing because he's offending a lot of people and from the outside looking in, it don't make sense. It almost looked like a public suicide. So pay attention to that as well. We're looking at Blueface and Carisha, um, his uh, girlfriend, they've been in the public a lot. Uh, I'm very concerned as I watch he, uh, the both of them, him and her, go through these public fallouts where it's they're having like violent confrontations with each other in public. A lot of things are being uh, brought to the media. It's this ongoing with everybody saying this toxic. A relationship, this toxic energy and stuff like that, and it seems like a turn on for some people, but you got to know, and I'm I'm a little concerned and worried, like you know, with this type of behavior going on, and you physically on some level look like physically or are or, or, or having to engage with this uh, girl physically will this ultimately bite him in the ass somewhere? Will he mess around and bump into the wrong situation and end up in jail, end up uh, losing uh, the support of his fans? You know, uh, once the media start dogging you out, uh, it sometimes everybody follows suit. So you do have to be careful. I think he's treading real thin ice, moving around, doing all this risky behavior, uh, uh, publicly with, with with alleged fights and this girl going live look like showing bruises and look like she's obviously been physically beat up and stuff like that I just I just wouldn't play with it it's just something you really have to take a look at because this could jeopardize his whole future in, in terms of his career so these type of things we have to really pay attention to. Let's look at Megan the Stallion. And of course, we knew and heard a while back ago about her and Tori uh, Lanes and this alleged shooting her in the foot, whatever. You know, we've heard different uh, conspiracies about what really was going on. Was she really shot? Was it just bullet fragments? Or And it was like an accident. What was really behind the situation? Is there a conspiracy to get uh, Tory Lanes? You know, I've, I've been exposed to a few different views and takes and alleged conspiracies about what that really is. But look what situation he is in right now, where they've recently even uh, uh, committed him to uh, home arrest until this trial moves forward now he is in in mobile he can't just move around and uh, i guess unless he has permission i don't know if they'll be granting him permission but that also cuts the money 
that cut your money. If you're not able to get out there and do shows, look at Remy Ma. Remy Ma spent that time in jail. Uh, she, you know, it's what people would consider a down ass bitch, but she popped a girl. She shot a girl, uh, one of her friends, because I believe some alleged understanding that the girl had stole some money out her purse or stole some money from her or something. And Remy Ma, being a down ass bitch, shot the girl and it, it stopped her money for uh, a few years. How long was Remy Ma in, in prison? Uh, Remy Ma served what? Um, I believe at least maybe five years in prison for that. That stops the money. That stops the money. And that stops the money. You can't make a whole lot of money if you're not able to tour, if you're not able to release new content, if you're not able to see the fans and make those, get those bookings for walkthroughs and for shows and stuff. A lot of artists, uh, outside of a, maybe a label and stuff, they, uh, they really make a good, a, a good portion of their money on the road, doing live shows, being present, physically present. So all these things cut the, the money. It stops your money. Now, if we want to say Remy Ma is a down ass bitch, then okay. We give her the credit for being a down ass bitch, but did that help her or hurt her? And I guess even being a mother raising kids, you know, that's five years out of her from her um, relationship. And that's five years away from her kids. So I think looking back, would she have done the same thing again today? If she could do that over, maybe not. Maybe she would have just decided to just beat the beat the female up. Uh, whoop her ass but shooting her definitely hit her pockets and definitely hurt her situation we got to pay attention to that let's look at chris brown chris brown has been fighting to get back to his full glory ever since he had the fallout with rihanna and allegedly put hands on rihanna when they were dating some years ago that's been years ago now he is still being whooped punished, checked, and held back from that situation with Rihanna years ago. He is still not walking in his full shine and glory as he was before that incident with Rihanna happened. We got to pay attention to that. And even now, Chris Brown, you know, they're People and fans are on social media saying they, you know, they want to see him win this uh, Grammy award that's coming up. I, I believe it must be a, an award show. I think it was the Grammys or something like that, the VMAs. But uh, they they want to see Chris Brown kind of get back to uh, the glory he had before all that happened. It damages you. And even as talented as Chris Brown is... He really has been, you know, low-key, high-key, fighting to uh, be forgiven. You know, he's been fighting all these years. The, uh, you know, yes, he still has fans. Yes, he still has support. You know, Chris Brown uh, owns, the last I heard, he owns 
like 12 Burger Kings and he is a, a painter as well, a paint artist. So he his paintings go for thousands of dollars. So he's got money coming in, I think, from maybe royalties from all his huge catalog that he's created for himself so far. He'll be okay. You know, it ain't like I think he'll go broke, but like when you get into business like that and you have such a high reputation and people love you and they can see your bright future and he's pretty much like Bow Wow. He started his career like Bow Wow and Usher as a teenager and they have the, he have this long history and legacy created for himself to all now be basically fighting to get back to that place again in the hearts of fans and the media and people have not been so forgiven to him you know and we have to take a look at that don't catch the ball and you don't want to catch the ball and see the ball fumble out of your hand by making decisions that will hurt you in the long run or take that back away from you and i'm telling you this cancel culture is getting so sensitive till uh you can do almost anything and be canceled let's look at uh the baby the baby has has uh made a few little oops and ahs along the way and it's through the hair of his chinny chin chin that he is still surviving as well as he has you know they tried to uh try to low-key counsel him too due to some comments um i think he made that were offensive to the gay community but um and he's going on to do i think a couple other little things that people did not like and so you really do have to be careful uh i believe the other artist bob do y'all remember bob that artist he has been suffering ever since he made drop some music and some content that they consider to be anti uh anti jew or something of that nature and uh he has been uh somewhat blackballed quite a bit and have suffered he's still trying to create music now and trying to move past the hit he took off of off of all that so you do need to be careful um outside of that we're looking at uh nba young boy he uh is now getting ready to sign to a new label i think kodak black is uh getting ready to sign to another label and i'm hearing uh it's being rumored that that new label deal um may be worth upper upward to 20 to 30 million dollars so people are definitely making moves and people are trying to uh get things accomplished and still hold on to their success and to their careers and to their fan bases we have to pay attention to all these things that are happening in the media because just like it's them guess what you can blow up and it can be you tomorrow. So for us watching these things happen, it's a learning moment for us. It's a time to pay attention to all this stuff because if we can pay attention and see the movement, the trends, how things are going right now, as your success continues to build and your fan base begins to take off, uh, you as well, or grow bigger, you as well may encounter situations where you it's better to take a moment and to think and make a wise decision about certain moves than to find yourself 
caught in the council culture and to all the money and all the things that was ahead of you to watch all that crumble before your very eyes. I can imagine it is not a good or a fun experience. Then you got the media turning on you, uh, all your families and friends and everybody associated with you who were being um, low-key, smaller celebrities just because they're family members and you know, and people around your camp and they represent you in some way or another. Now they all got to duck and hide and try to not literally duck and hide, but you know, it's a, it's a negative hit. It's a negative, uh, feeling and where people celebrated you and was glad to see you. Now something crazy didn't happen, uh, associated to the person, the celebrity around you. Now they families and people got to go to school, whether that's the kids or relatives or people associated to that particular artist. Now people are looking at you crazy, making dumb remarks, you know, and doing the most. So. All that affects your movement. So we want to pay attention to those type of things because you don't want to be the person to make that type of mistake if you can avoid it. Moving on from there, uh, it's something I saw that Sean Cotton talked about. And it, you'll notice through my episodes that I will be referring to Sean Cotton, who is the owner of Say Cheese. Uh, I like Sean Cotton because he's young. He has demonstrated in his own right that uh, success is possible, and he's keeping his eye to the street. He is very much about upcoming talent. He's always dropping information and nuggets of, of, of wisdom for upcoming talent. I like him because he seems so passionate to see others win. So because of that and also the fact that he is a proven mogul, in the field and he himself is turning artists from literally almost a nobody to a somebody and i'm sure some of those people that he is uh helping to buzz have some presence and already probably have some traction and a movement going some may not but what is not what is undeniable is with uh sean uh uh sean support and with Sean's pushing, these artists are blowing up. And that's via his uh, site, promotion site, Say Cheese, or his own uh, hands and feet involvement with uh, some hot, talented artists. He recently did a uh, basically a talent search type show, and he was there and actually watched as a large group of upcoming talent showed up to his event to get in front of him and to try to showcase their talent. So I really pay attention to Sean Cotton because I feel he represent a segment and a heartbeat of the movement of the hip hop community. And I know he cares about upcoming talent. So I'm always paying attention, engaging some of the things when I, I catch him on social media uh, about what he's saying. He recently said that um, something around the focus of of really the age demographic uh, for upcoming rap artists, he quoted it to be somewhere around like 14 to 18 years old. Most of us are well past 18 years old. 
I saw that and it surprised me that he rated it from 14 to 18 like that because what I also know and I'm going to give it to him I, I'll I'll assume that to be where the heartbeat is uh, the idea age to jump into the to the rap field is between 14 to 18. However, of course, there are a lot of artists that are generating money and are making money that are outside of that age range. And for a lot of you guys that will be listening in or tuning in, I'm sure some of you guys are um, older than 18 and, um, and are still on your grind. I think more than ever before, uh, the world is more open with social media. I've said this before to buzz an artist, regardless to uh, their age. If you about the right shit, if you got the right movement going on, if you got the right vibe and you're, you're putting your content out there. Well, all you need is people to like it. I don't care who think that your music is not hot. If you got a million people and you got uh, thousands of fans that are willing to buy a ticket to see you perform, they're uh, following everything you say and they're uh, buying your uh, music and streaming your music. I don't care if the whole world is against you, but those uh, thousands and thousands of people or a million people. If you got support, whatever you about, if you got support, can't nobody really stop that. Let's look at um, 6 9 6 9 did the ultimate with being a, considered a known snitch. Regardless to the details of that, that was traditionally a major no-no within the hip-hop community. They have tried to cancel 6 9 they have tried repeatedly to cancel him, to cancel his movement, to stop him, to block him. But guess what? But guess what? His fans did not stop. He comes at a time where social media is what he has ridden on to gain such a wide, vast uh, level of success. And guess what? In regards to what the streets think now, the streets can say, oh, I ain't going to play his music. Or I don't I don't condone that type of shit. We can say that all day long and how he shouldn't be rich. He shouldn't be successful. Nobody should be streaming his music. Nobody should be paying for a, a, a ticket at his shows. Guess what? 6 9 is doing better than a whole lot of buzzing artists. He's still on top. He's still doing extremely well. So that goes to show you when you have uh, the tides have changed, when you have support, when you have fan base, if they are fucking with you, you can keep moving. But if they are not, now if you tick off your fan base and people stop buying, that's the only way you can really counsel somebody is if people stop buying their music stop going to their shows and and let the money dry up that's that's a true sign that uh, somebody has been canceled and it's really strange i would have thought 69 would have been canceled based off of the movement as we saw things unfold for him but guess what he's still making a ton of money
just go figure, you know? So we have to realize that even at a time where the age is, is we feel a little bit outside of that little idea age group. I want to encourage you guys to keep moving. Um, and I'm sure this, uh, what, uh, Sean Cotton was trying to say wasn't a reflection that you could not be successful outside of that age range, but that's the idea time he feels that if you're in the hip hop field, that's the, the idea age range to, to get going, get it started, get popping, get your movement going. Uh, however, even outside of that age range, uh, it's still possible to definitely be successful like in a previous uh, episode, I told you guys and shared that it's a lot of underground artists that will never have never been on the radio, may not win an award, may not ever chart on the Billboard 100 list that are still touring, still moving through the country, making a life changing amount of money. And you may never, if in, unless you are familiar with underground artists, you might not even know that they even out there moving like that. Some of these people got cult-like fan bases, and it's maybe not heavy enough to maybe hit a chart, but the underground movement is undeniable. They're making life-changing amount of money. So I want to continue to encourage you guys to not feel limited just because you're outside of that age range. Go for what you know. And another quote that uh, Sean Cotton said that I want to uh, ride off of was he made a comment um, on on Twitter uh, recently uh, saying to upcoming artists to ultimately follow your heart. And he said that and he uh, coupled that with the message of uh, because a lot of people that are around you don't want to see you win. No way. So just follow your heart. And I take that, uh, I take that as great advice because at the end of the day, you guys are the artists. And if you feel very strongly, and I've said this before, if you feel very strongly about a direction or even maybe about an image, and if it's really you, it's really how you come in, it's really what you feel is in your spirit, a direction to go, then I think you, if you have a team around you, I think you should share that with your team and say, well, look, I know you guys want me to go in this direction, but I just really feel that that this is my lane over here. I feel like I should be uh, exercising my freedom to do X, Y, and Z. I'm really a supporter of that too, because sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes you can play safe and playing safe is okay. But if you uh, feel a certain direction, you feel like it's just you to be you and it kind of cuts and bends against what the popular direction of people are going, then do you. Ultimately, you take that risk and you will either see the benefit or take the hit if that is not the direction for you. But I think there's nothing wrong with following your heart I don't think there's anything wrong with, with, with trying a direction uh, if it's burning around you and you just feel it very strongly, then finding a way to uh, do you. So I take those words from Sean Cotton also well and pass those on to you. 
Uh, this is just a culture where I think anything is possible. I really do believe that. I believe that we are in a time uh, musically unlike ever before because of social media people connect with you on their own you don't even have to have a label to be successful today it's a lot of artists making life hear me out making life changing money and they're not even signed to a label there was a time that you could only be successful if a, a major label signed you now uh, uh, that's not necessarily the case a lot of artists are finding a lot of success independently so i don't ever want to discourage anybody to feel like just because you're not on the label or because you're not signed you can't do it there's ways to do it it's some work what works for one person may not be your strategy but you have to stay involved follow your heart work with your team see what ways to move and you have to be willing to try it there is no cookie cutter just because john doe uh, you know, went left, it popped for him. Don't mean if you just go left, it's going to pop for you. Everybody's uh, footprint is going, may be a little different. Maybe some people can reach a similar style of success in a similar type of way. Who knows what that level of success or what that key will be for you. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. Keep thinking. See how you feel deep down inside. Look at your movement. Look at your traction. Are you doing enough? If, is there a different direction you feel you need to come from? Is there something a little different you want to try and see if those things will work? If you have a team around you, talk with the team and see what they think about that. And I feel like, I feel as if you feel like pretty much like Sean Cotton. If you feel strong enough about it, maybe that's something you should is worth trying. You should try. So that's what I wanted to share with you for right now. I know I've gone a long time on this, but there was a lot of different areas to cover. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, take the messages where they fit. If it uh, applies, grab it in some way. If it don't apply, as they always say, let it fly. But that's it for now. Stay tapped in within the moment. Look in the comment area. Somebody drop me a comment when you can. Let me know what you think about uh, the podcast. If you have a question or a concern or want to reach out. Feel free to do so. And let's see what you're talking about. Let's see if maybe it's something we can discuss in a future episode of In The Moment. Until next time, you guys do your best. Keep working hard and uh, let's keep it moving. All right. Until next time.